This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, episode 122, So Serious. So Serious is the second track on Balance of Power, and in a 1986 issue of Soundcheck, Jeff Lynne said, Some songs come really quick, like So Serious. The words to that came very quickly. It's about a relationship. It could be a relationship between two people, or two countries, or whatever. People are always going round, being fed up, or wishing they hadn't done something, or wishing things were different. But it's probably not that serious when you get down to it. If you just talk to somebody about it, it probably all goes away. It's better than sitting there brooding about it. And in 1986 British radio interview by Paul Sexton, Jeff said, I think my favorite track is probably So Serious because it's so simple and it says a lot of things. Lighten up, Francis. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsensen. I liked So Serious. And I never thought I would hear myself say that. Uh, It's not like I always hated it it was just kind of like it's there i don't i don't mind it it's fine if it pops up it doesn't really do much of anything for me but this time when i was playing it for madeline so she could tell me if she likes it or hates it it was like i like this song and i'm wondering what's happening because last week with heaven only knows i was i've always been hmm, heaven only knows there it is this time i was like i Oh, I, I kind of liked it. And with So Fine, or So Fine, that's a different ELO album and a better song, even though I did like So Serious. Yeah, I, li- I, I liked it. I, di- I, didn't, I didn't see that coming. And I wonder if time has changed me or if time has changed the album to where it's like, am I going to wind up liking Balance of Power after 34 years of <sighs> Balance of Power? Well, we're only two songs in. <laughs> yeah. So, who knows? But I have some albums where sitting down and listening to the album is a drag. Mm-hmm. However, sitting down and listening to one or two songs off the album, even though sitting through the album might be a drag, I still like most of the songs on the album. It's just, for some reason, the album doesn't work. <laughs> but most of the songs off the album work. So that might be what we're experiencing here. We may be getting a little bit of a different experience listening song by song than having to sit through and go, okay, I'm putting on Balance of Power. (laughs) That said, this is a pretty good song. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, a couple of the rhymes in there are questionable. (laughs) Yeah. But other than that, it's going to be running through my head all day long now. (laughs) 
Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's been happening with me too. Yeah, there's not really any attempt to do anything major with it other than just make a pop song. And in a couple places, it sounds like 90s Tom Petty a little bit. Hmm. Because I can start seeing some of the production that Jeff Lynn was going to be using later. I mean, I can hear the echoes of what's going to be in there, I should say. Right. Um, because there's not a lot of guitar or anything in this, but I can hear some of the little tricks that he uses down the line here. But it's actually not a bad song, and the fact that it's a very short song helps. Yeah, yeah, it does. It sounds like an 80s pop song. There's parts of it here, they sound kind of Orbison-y. There's the build-up before the chorus that reminds me of things that Roy Orbison used to do, especially Running Scared, which is all build-up until the very end of the song. But you know The Beatles liked it so much that they used it on Please Please Me, which I can also hear a little bit of during the chorus, like around near the end of the chorus, before it gets back into the song. There's sort of a Steve Winwoody thing here. The synthesizer solo that's playing here sounds sort of like what Steve Winwood used on When You See a Chance, that stuff from Ark of the Diver, although it's more high-pitched. Still, it kind of reminds me of that kind of stuff. was surprised in the video to see them throwing in the cello and the violin. <laughs> Even though there is violin in it. I mean, at least in the video version, there's violin. There's that little tiny violin portion in the video that actually goes along with Mick Kaminsky playing it. I, you know, I should have checked out the video before we did this. I didn't yeah, even think Yeah, because it's got a cello and a, and a violin in there. You do not hear any cello throughout this entire song. Well, so I do not know why they've got a cellist in the video. Nothing. Other than, hey, we're still Electric Light Orchestra. Let's drag in our cellist. But Mick Kaminsky's in the video, and at least in the video mix, which it looks like the video mix is different than what's on the album, according to the Jeff Lynne database, mm-hmm. there's a little tiny, at least... I don't know if it's a real violin piece or if it's Richard Tandy doing a synthesized violin on the song, but there's a little tiny violin piece that goes along with Mick Kaminsky's appearance in there playing the violin, so... Hmm. I mean, I do remember the video looking very, very 80s. Very 1986, with things being all fluorescent and all the, the video tricks and all of that. I don't know why I blanked out on Mick Kaminsky. Of course, it's been a, maybe about a year since I last saw it. Because you can buy it on iTunes, which I did, of course, even though at the time I was like, eh, so serious. Well, now I gotta, I gotta watch it again. The video uses different shades and everything, but it's basically all the shades used in the album cover. Yeah. So it kind of films different things and shades that were used for the album cover face and then puts it all together at the end with the different cells and everything. I know they were using gels on there or something like that, so... Yeah. Um, for filters. I don't, at least on MTV, it does not say who directed the video, but I'd swear some of the way that it's filmed and some of the exposure on there, except for when it gets into the filters, it looks like Storm Thorgerson a bit, because 
his videos tended to look like his album covers. He's the guy behind Hypnosis. I, I see Eric Paul nodding there. So he's going, who? Uh-huh. So, Hypnosis. Yep. All the Alan Parsons and Pink Floyd albums. Okay, those I know better. Okay, so there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wish You Were Here is one of his classic ones. Yeah. So he has a certain way of framing and a certain way of doing an exposure and a certain way of preparing his photos to where they look. You can always tell it's his work, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And his videos tend to be the same way, if you've ever seen the video for Turn It Up by Alan Parsons. I have not. It looks like basically a lot of his album covers. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was thinking, is that the way the hair is done and everything, he always had everybody do their hair in a specific way and always had everything framed specifically. So that's why I was wondering if he might have had something to do with that video. I don't know. It's, it's like I never really think of the director of videos, which is really kind of weird because the band doesn't have anything to do with the videos. They might have like a tiny say. And I'm not talking about ELO. I'm talking about bands, musicians in general. They might have some sort of say like, no, I'm not putting on a peacock outfit. But um, <laughs> for the most part, bands show up. They have instruments handed to them or they bring their own. They don't plug them in. And someone plays a tape and the director says, Lip sync. Pretend like you're playing this. Which I, I, I just... When I was 13 and 14, I totally bought into it. I was, like, actually shocked at some point when I found out... What, they're lip syncing? And then when we, you watch the videos for Scandal's uh, Goodbye to You, and I'm thinking, they're getting a lot of noise out of those electronic instruments or electric instruments that are not plugged in. Yeah, so you, I, I just... I don't know. To me, I never really thought much of the directors. I always thought, there's the band man doesn't do anything they show up and play their instruments director says run they run director says react and the musicians put their acting skills to work which shows why they don't really do a lot of movies exactly yeah (laughs) sometimes the band directs and uh you can always tell when the band directed because you're laughing the entire time through the video yeah because yeah (laughs) yeah you find out that they're not directors either yeah yeah it's not that it's a great video. It's just that it struck me that it might be this particular person. But I still think the Hold On Tight is probably the best video they've done. At least video where it's typically what we consider a video, not just standing there performing. Okay. Well, I think both of us are kind of like, yeah, okay, we like So Serious. I d- didn't see it coming, but yeah, we like it. Right. I'm not going to be so serious as to not like this song. There you go. And that's where we end it. <laughs> Got something to say about So Serious? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375 Call now! It's time for a great line from ELO from this week's song. What's my line? Wow. Can it really be so serious to be so broken up and delirious? I guess we've really been out of touch. Can it really be so serious? Was it a hit or was it... So Serious was the second single released from Balance of Power. It came out on April 18, 1986 in America, where it didn't make the charts. Endless Lies was the B-side. The picture sleeve for the single was distributed in limited quantities on the eastern coast. The rest of the country got a plain white sleeve. 
It was released in England on May 2nd, 1986, backed with the non-album track A Matter of Fact. The 12-inch single, released only in the UK, also included A Matter of Fact with different lyrics. The single petered out at number 77. It was covered by Cloetta Paris in 2008. Hello, this is Troy. Well, now we're talking about one of my favorite songs on Balance of Towers, No Serious. In fact, it's one of my all-time favorite ELO pop songs. It was the second single from the album, and in my opinion, it's a textbook example of the perfect pop single. But I don't really want to get into much of that. You'll probably hear a lot of comments praising this song. Instead, I want to put forth a proposition to you that occurred to me as I was listening to Balance of Power again before the episodes devoted to this album started on the podcast. And something hit me, something I never thought of before. But I submit to you that So Serious and Getting to the Point are part one and part two of the same breakup story. Getting to the Point is obviously about a breakup, and I'll talk more about it next week. But that's when reality slaps you in the face. But So Serious is... The aftermath of the breakup, the immediate aftermath. You're in shock. You can't believe that he or she has dumped you. And you don't want to face reality. So you try in vain to see if things can work out. Night after night, I try to put it all back together. Night after night, I try to find the key, but it won't fit. Brilliant lyrics. It took me by surprise, that look in your eyes. Can't we talk it over? Please, can't we talk it over? No, because she's not returning, or he's not returning, any of your phone calls. And they've reported you to Facebook for being a Facebook stalker, so no. They don't want anything to do with you anymore, but you're not at that stage yet. So you're asking, why be so serious? I'm sorry, whatever I did, just please give me another chance. And if you have a landline, the phone keeps ringing, like in telephone line. And if you have a cell phone, well, you can't keep the phone ringing. But he or she is blocking your text. But you know, oh, it's got to work out. It's got to work out. And then slap in the face reality. And we'll talk about that next week. This has been A Thought from Troy. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I liked the song. Like it was. Wow, she liked it! Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode one, two, three, getting to the point.